When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life, but when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 227 of Swish and Flick. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And that is all you get today. (laughs) um so we had a crazy week last week where we got invited to go to this event in california and we thought that it would be really fun to put out an episode and talk about it talk about the experience we also got to go to universal studios hollywood to talk about that so it's gonna be a little bit of a different episode um but we hope that you enjoy it and listen to us as we chat about it Mm -hmm. um should we start with how like this adventure unfolded yeah but first i'm gonna tell people to follow us oh yeah i'm so sorry on their preferred (laughs) podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us then they will too subscribe to our channel on youtube at swish and flick podcast and follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at swish flick cast if you'd like to support us on patreon head on over to patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. If you'd like to send your Potter story or any questions or concerns, you can do so to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. All right. So what happened was last week... I think that this was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wizarding World Twitter tweeted that you could be entered for a chance to come to a special world premiere of the Return to Hogwarts trailer in Burbank, California at the Warner Brothers Studios. Um, and all you had to do was reply to the tweet with your favorite scene from the Harry Potter films and use the hashtag return to Hogwarts. So I saw this. I just like 
I think I actually saw it on Instagram and it directed me to go to Twitter. So I go on Twitter and I'm looking and I find it and I just decide to do it just like on a whim. And then honestly, I kind of forgot about it on Monday. Um, Like I, I knew that they said that they would reply to us sometime in the afternoon the following day. Um, they would get a DM. We would get a DM. We would know if we were selected. But like the afternoon kind of came and went. So I, it just left my mind. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we were sitting there watching TV. We were actually watching the Crimes oh, yeah. of Grindelwald. That's right. Because we were getting ready to record our reaction episode with Tiffany about the new trailer for The Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. So we're watching that, and like, of course, I'm on my phone because. That's what we do, you know. And then I saw this message come through on Swish's Twitter. Like a little notification popped up and it like said HBO Max. And I was like, what? So I like touched it and it said like eight seconds ago. And I opened it up and like read it super fast. And I just turned my phone around. I was like, Meg, what is this? Like I didn't even, (laughs) none of us knew that she had submitted us. Because I didn't even, like I figured we wouldn't get picked. Right. So I was like, what is this? She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So then, like, we're texting Sarah and Tiffany, trying to figure all this out because, yeah, we got the text or the message on Monday Monday and the event was Wednesday morning in California. Like, literally, it was Monday evening at, like, 8.30, It was, like, 7.30 Yeah. Mm p.m. And, yeah, the event was at... 8 30 a.m on wednesday morning yeah in california (laughs) as we're sitting in florida um so yeah i'm like we're messaging with them and we're trying to figure out if it's possible if it's worth it etc etc so we decide so katie and i actually were already going to visit friends in chicago um this Um, you know like that weekend yeah um our plan had been to fly out on friday So what we ended up doing was actually just finding a flight from Orlando to L.A. and then L.A. to Chicago to just like connect the trips since we were already planning on traveling. However, we quite literally flew out to L.A. Tuesday morning at like 6 a.m. Right. So we were so we found out, recorded our reaction. um, I keep wanting to call it crimes. Recorded our reaction to Secrets of Dumbledore, then packed for not one trip but two trips in different climates in t- two <laughs> totally different climates within that night and then got up at 3 30 to catch an uber at four to get to the airport and then we were in california yeah it's crazy so we decided to go um but before we get to the event we did end up taking time that i mean if you guys know me and Katie, we jam pack our trips. This is just what we do. Mm-hmm. It's just how we roll. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, the flight is early on Tuesday. So like, why don't we check out Universal Studios Hollywood? Because we've never gone. And Sarah went and she liked it. So we went to Universal Studios Hollywood that day. And of course, like, so suddenly we're doing this trip, right? So I pull up the weather. All day, the day we're supposed to get there, the day that we plan to go to Universal, 100% chance of rain, 100% chance. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like, what else? What are we going to do? Not go? Like, or like just sit in the hotel all day? Like, Like, let's go. So we bought ponchos 
and we went and like it was a cold rain but like not to the point where i mean we bundled and we were fine and it was dead it was absolutely dead like when they'll have like a screen up and it'll have like all the rides on it and it'll tell you the wait times and literally one of them said no wait which i never we've ever seen before i've never seen that like it's bare minimum five minutes that's just like the normal um thing that would be displayed but then i think the most wait on any ride that was there was 15 minutes Mm -hmm. it was awesome genuinely like i don't care that we were in the rain and like halfway through while we were there it stopped raining yeah so we like we beelined it to hogsmeade so universal studios hollywood only has hogsmeade they don't have Diagon Alley, so it's smaller than orlando's um but we knew that going into it so we go into hogsmeade and the first thing we wanted to do was get lunch like we were just starving i mean it had taken it was just a lot of traveling and like we were hungry. So we go into the three broomsticks and I had completely forgot that I had read like a couple weeks ago that Universal Studios Hollywood gets this special like English holiday dinner. Which is funny because we were like, mm, do we eat at the hotel? Like we were starving. I'm like, do we eat at the hotel? Do we eat at City Walk? Because they have a City Walk there too. Do we eat at somewhere else? Because, you know, we've eaten at the Three Broomsticks here and it's supposed to be identical. But then we were like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. We're here. Like, we are Potter people. So let's go do it. And, like, thank God we did because I loved this meal. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I won't lie about food because I've had some bad food experiences at Universal. Yeah. Not here. So it was turkey with gravy, sourdough bread stuffing, Brussels sprouts, honeyed carrots and cranberry sauce mm-hmm. and also bacon wrapped sausage oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic literally i loved absolutely everything on my plate i would order this again in a heartbeat so delicious i'm really bummed that orlando doesn't get it no, why <laughs> don't they i would eat it every time i went this time of year and it would get me to go um like, but that was a cool little treat to stumble upon. Yeah, like literally, it was. I think it was like between thirteen and fifteen ninety nine. Um, it was twelve ninety nine, I believe. Okay, I knew. I know it was like the. It was like the, the second thing on the menu. Yeah, and my plate was chock full, like full, a ton of turkey. We couldn't even finish everything that we had. I also got pumpkin fizz, <laughs> of course. Um, but like we were even expecting like the Brussels sprouts, eh, you know, they might be bland. No, they were roasted. They were so good. The cranberry sauce was Christmassy. Oh my God. I can't recommend that enough. It was like the the perfect start to our little day there. So good. So Mm. that made us really happy. Highly recommend if you live in the LA area or are going to that area to go to Universal Hollywood, totally get it and try it. Like it's it's very good. Do it. Um, And then after that, we just like meandered the shops because they have like more shops in this Hogsmeade than the Hogsmeade in Orlando. It's like kind of a more spacious Hogsmeade. Um, I know that like this is probably not a popular opinion, but if I'm just comparing Hogsmeade to Hogsmeade, I actually preferred Hollywood's. Me too. I was shocked. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't expecting to. That's why we've, like, never made time to do it. We've gone over there. We've gone to Disneyland. But we just, like, never made time for this because I figured it was absolutely identical. And it pretty much is. But the shops are a little bit bigger. They're set up a little bit different. There's more shops there than there is in Hogsmeade, Orlando. Um, and there's some shops that are in Diagon Alley that are actually in Hogsmeade on, in Hollywood. Um, yeah, I wonder if those were added once Diagon Alley was open or if they were always there and then Diagon Alley Diagon took Alley inspiration got them. from it. Yeah, yeah, I, I was wondering the same thing. Like Wise Acres, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like they have Madam... Not Madame Malkins, but they have um, Glad Rags, Wizardware. Like, in in Orlando, a lot of the places that Hogsmeade Hollywood has are just storefronts in Orlando. So, like, you can see the shop window, but you can't actually go into the shop. It's like a fake shop. Whereas in Hollywood, it's a real shop. You can go into it. So that was cool because it was like a place where you could buy the robes that fit in. So it was like Wizardware. And they had a place to um like they had an olivanders there as well similar to like the hogsmeade olivanders in orlando Um, less claustrophobic a lot less claustrophobic (laughs) and also just like the way that the street is set up whenever you're walking into hogsmeade you get this beautiful view of hogwarts castle like more so than you do in orlando i remember stopping and looking at megan saying like look down the street i know it was just so pretty and we actually stumbled. So I had seen somebody post who was at Universal Orlando that they had gotten the special limited edition wand. And I wondered if they had it in Hollywood, too. And they did. And I was very excited. So we went into Ollivander's and obtained the limited edition wand, which is gorgeous. And it is like the handle has a cauldron on the bottom and then like gold smoke swirling up the wand um so every i don't know if people know this or not but every year universal studios does a collector's edition wand so like this was the newest collector's edition wand that had just come out now is that technically the 2022 wand so you know what i mean in the olivanders whenever we were buying them the girl said that this was the 2021 okay maybe it just comes out late in the year yeah, so I'm not sure, but I do know that, like, they order them, what they get is what they get, and once they're sold out, they're sold out. So I was very happy to obtain that. Yeah. Um, They had a ton of them, though. Usually. And if you're just listening to this and you're going, like, soon, they'll probably still have them. Yeah. Um, Usually with the special edition ones, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty, but eh. But this one, I was like, no, that's really pretty. Yeah, because they're I a little bit it. more money, so it's like... For me, like, it's not so pretty that it justifies the higher price tag, but, like, this one did for me. <laughs> I was like, this is beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Um, But, yeah, we also did a walkthrough of the castle. We yeah, didn't ride we, the ride because we had just eaten. Yeah, we wanted to know if it was the same. And it is. It is the same. The same. Um, when we got so to the cool. end of the line where you, like, either get on the ride or get off, um, they were like, why don't you want to ride? And we were like, well, we just ate. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Never mind. That's fine. But they also still have Filch's Emporium, which is the shop at the exit of the ride. It was bigger than the one in Orlando, which was kind of cool. There was like more nooks and crannies in that store. Um, 
and they just like I felt like they had a wide a wider variety of merch mm-hmm. at this one. They did have um a sweatshirt that I maybe it's in Orlando now and we just saw it at the right time. But they had a sweatshirt I hadn't seen. We rave all the time about those sweatshirts that we have that are the houses and it has like it's almost oh, yeah. like um like a university, like it'll say Hufflepuff across the front. Um they have those, but it's like now it's like the arms are the color of your house. And I think it just has like the an animal on the front, maybe. Yeah. They're but like they're still cute. like a university type crew neck, yeah. but just designed a little different. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. But um, then we ventured outside of Hogsmeade as well. Knowing we were going to return. Yeah. You know, so we decided to start our day there and then go look around the other part of the park and then end our day there as well. Um, so the first thing we did was the studio tour, mm-hmm. which Sarah had told us about. She said that it was worth it. She really loved it. Um, it was really cool. It, it was, it was cool. interesting because being somebody who has gone to Universal Orlando for many years, um, it was cool to kind of see how some of the attractions and rides that we have in Orlando had to have been influenced by this studio tour in Hollywood. And like maybe the reason why they had them in Orlando as like their own attraction and then they featured them in this studio tour. So like they had a Jaws section, which kind of like paid homage to like the old Jaws ride that they had in Orlando, which now houses Diagon Alley. So like worth it, in my opinion, to get rid of it. But, you know, not everybody feels that way. Um, And then also they had a Fast and Furious section, which was like probably why they put that attraction in Orlando. It's a pretty bad attraction, but that's a whole other conversation. And King Kong. Yeah, and they had King Kong, which reminded me a lot of the Skull Island attraction in Orlando. So it was like kind of cool to see similarities that way. I wonder which one came first. Like, was the studio tour, did it feature those things always? Or did they remodel it after the rides came to Orlando? Yeah, I'm not sure. I I think I'm fairly certain that they had kong and fast and furious first okay and then those were brought to orlando as their own standing attractions for the first time whereas in in hollywood they were developed to be part of the studio tour that makes sense and then were redeveloped to be like a full-blown attraction in orlando jaws i wonder if those were just original to the studio tour and universal studios orlando Mm -hmm. um because those that was like that was always an old ride at Orlando um but that was really cool it also kind of reminded me a little bit of the backlot tour at Hollywood Studios whenever they had that at Disney just talking about like how filmmaking works Mm -hmm. I like the behind the scenes of almost anything like give me give me more of that I want to know how it works I want to know the fun facts yeah yeah my favorite part was getting to drive through the set of the good place like the real set of the good place yeah that was really cool and it really reminded me of when me and Meg were in California for a, a planned trip and we went to the Warner Brothers studios and they do a tour there. It was mm-hmm. very reminiscent of that. So like this felt like a real studio tour. It did. I, I mean, it was. Yeah. They did a really good job. Because they're actually literally next to 
a lot. You can see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool. And you like actually drive through. Like I saw vans and trailers of an area that was filming young Sheldon. Oh, really? Yeah. And there was definitely filming going on for something involving young Sheldon that we drove by a couple of times, actually. Um, but it was like just blocked enough that you couldn't really see what was going on. Of course, which I'm sure was on purpose. Um, but then also, I really loved you got to see a set from Liar Liar. So that was cool. Like how that water camp comes down. I love that movie. Love Liar Liar. Um, so yeah, it was just really neat. There was a ton of like prop cars and stuff that you got to see from the Jurassic area, from Fast and Furious. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend doing that. Wait, was it Big Fat Liar? Because Liar Liar has Jim it Carrey. Was, I'm sorry. It was Big Fat Liar. I was like. With like Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. What, what did, did we do? do after that? I think we were meandering around to try and find the secret life of pets, right? Yes. And then we did. And it was so cute. It was so cute. Do you oh want to know, God. honestly, my favorite part was the queue. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, the whole ride was great, but so there's like an area that is like New York. Okay. They should and bring us actually, to Orlando. Yeah. yeah. It's actually like across from this from the despicable me attraction that is also in orlando but then next to that is like a photo area spot of the orphanage that the girls come from from despicable me and then down the street more you see the actual apartment from a secret life of pets Mm -hmm. you enter the apartment building and then you literally like go from floor to floor through the different apartments that you see in the movie so like you see the dachshund's apartment and he's actually on the counter with getting his little butt scratched from (laughs) the mixer um and you see max and duke yep um i forget the little white dog's name yeah her too chloe the cat i think it's just it was really well done like like you're Sometimes. literally walking through their apartments. So there's like a couch. And then that's also really cool because like if the line is really long, there's like places for you to sit and chill and like things yeah. for you to look at. Yeah. There was no wait for us, which was awesome. But so we just kind of like meandered and looked at the different rooms as we went through. That queue knocked it out of the park. Um, and the ride was very cute because it was animatronics which i feel like universal doesn't really do a lot of animatronics they do more screens and motion um so seeing that it was just i really really enjoyed it and it was well done capable of yeah i was like do more of this Mm -hmm. it's only go ahead the the premise of it is that you are a puppy oh yeah yeah yeah. and you're getting ready for adoption basically it's so cute. so then at the end you're like in an adoption window and a family picks you and it's cute mm-hmm. my only gripe mm-hmm. about this ride is being someone who's plus size this attraction was not very accommodating and i almost didn't fit on it and there's absolutely no reason to make this ride unaccommodating it's a slow moving mm-hmm. dark ride you're like stationary basically 
There's no bumps. There's no, no. hills. There's no drops. There's it's like, no speed. Why couldn't this have been made like the like the seats that Disney uses where you just sit in it and you pull a lap, dar- lap like, bar down? I just need a bench and one bar. Right. But this was like, like when I got into it, I was almost like, what like is a real this harness. ride? Yeah, like the way that it was set up, like it could have harness. been a small roller coaster. Yeah. That's how it locked you in. And I'm like, there's no... There's no reason for this no. to to make somebody potentially feel bad and not able to ride this ride. Like literally no reason for it. And it said like I was also confused in line because it says expectant mother should not ride. So I was like, what what is this? ride? No, And then we're riding it and I'm like, why? Like I, really? Go ahead. I think it's because the lap bar, whatever you want to call it, would be uncomfortable slash maybe harmful if you're pregnant. And like. Universal no doesn't for it. Right. Universal doesn't really cater to small children. So here's a ride that was perfect for kids. And like, what if their mom wants to come on with them and they she can't because she's pregnant? Yeah, or she's plus size. Well, like there's no yeah, or there's no reason. It was ridiculous. Like just ridiculous. Yeah. That's and that's a pretty big gripe in all honesty. I was so nervous to go on it. I almost just didn't even want to go on it because I didn't want to deal with the fact that I might be turned away. Which is totally understandable. And I was so close to not being able to go on it. Like you can see where like when you're pulling it down, they have to be able to see green on like the bar. Mm-hmm. And it mine had the tiniest sliver of it. And I was like, that's ridiculous. So I had to be like uncomfortable yeah. because I had to push down really hard to get it to show green. And, like, like it literally, it wasn't fast moving. It didn't really spin. Like, absolutely no reason to have a lap bar that way. So that that was was frustrating. Yeah. It's it's upsetting because it just didn't need to be that way. Yeah. Like, I understand it more so on a ride like Hagrid's. Right. That's a true roller coaster. I'm, you know, in all honesty, I don't really even understand it there. But I'm just, like, trying to make an excuse for them. Because, like... You can make a roller coaster seat accommodating. Right. Um, Right. But like a ride like that, that's like a roller coaster that you truly need restraints on. Okay, maybe. But like this ride, there's just. Nope. Yeah. So then after that, we went, we looked around Grinchmas. Oh, yeah. Which Um, is really neat. Compared so to cute. Orlando. I mean, Orlando does a phenomenal job because they have a show that they do. They have a whole area with like rides and they yeah. have Seuss Landing. You're right. They didn't have rides. Um, this was just like a, an area that they created and they like put a stage with the with the adorable Whoville tree. Oh, my God. And they do light the lighting of it, too. Yeah. And you got to meet you got to meet Max. Oh, my God. Like like a real Max. Like, it was so cute. I, me and Meg got in line because we saw the sign and it said meet Max. And I was like, what? And we go over there and we both thought he was an animatronic. And then, and then Meg, I noticed his nose. Yeah, Meg's like, no, I saw his nose. And he, I mean, I've never seen a dog look more like Max than Max himself. So cute. And he had his little antler on his head. And it was so sweet because you'd go up next to him and his handler would like let him look at you and sniff you. And then he would be like, hey, Max. And then whoever's with you could take a picture. So cute. So cute. It was amazing. You could also meet the Grinch. Um, we opted not to. He was wearing a mask, 
but we opted not to just because he did get very close. He was just doing his job. He seemed like he was doing a very good job of being the Grinch, um, but we were just yeah, not it was comfortable. Yeah, just like too close for comfort. Yeah. We were really close to doing it, though. <laughs> um, and then after that, we we actually stopped at a pretzel stand outside of Hogsmeade and got an everything pretzel, which is a snack oh that they God. do not have in Orlando, which let me tell you, they should because it was absolutely delicious. It was amazing. And this is a small thing, but important to me. The lady, we were like, OK, we'll get a pretzel. She grabbed one, then like kind of felt it. And then she was like, it's hard on the bottom. I'll get you guys a new one. No one else would have cared. Uh, that was very kind. <laughs> was really I super cool. appreciated that because the one that we got was really, really good. Yeah. Um, And then we went back to Hogsmeade because we wanted to do the magic spots because there are there are similar magic spots. There are some that are identical and then there's some that are Different. totally unique. Um, What are the same? The same is there's a flower that you can make bloom mm -hmm. um, over by the bathrooms, bathrooms herbology window, mandrakes and... Um, um there is it's at, like dog weed and death cat yes <laughs> that at, store window at honeydukes you can make the chocolate frog box open that's mm -hmm. the same um in front of glad rags wizard wear it's the same yes. um you make a, t a tape measure go up and down like it's measuring robes but then they had like a cool music one and their what was their a big alohomora one, one. Yes. Oh, yeah. They had a Silencio one that was like cauldrons bubbling. Yes. Um, Which was easier for me to hear than the other one is in Nocturne Alley. And it's mm -hmm. so loud in there. Sometimes you can't tell that you like did the spell right. <laughs> yeah. The Alohomora one. There's two Alohomora ones, actually. One was in front of. Um, store Wiseacres. One was in front of Wiseacres. Oh, yeah, and then key. the other one. Was actually where Hagrid's is in Orlando, so it was kind of weird, but it was like this big doorway, and you like unlocked the doorway and then heard like creatures behind it, and then yeah. it relocked. It was weird. As soon as I walked in, I was like, whoa, like, because it looks how Hagrid's looks, but it's not yeah. an attraction. <laughs> very weird. Very strange. Um, but that was really fun. Yeah, we had a good time doing that, and we filmed like a whole vlog for it. Yeah, so hopefully that will be out soon for yeah. you. We filmed the entire trip, but we also specifically filmed magic spots. Yes. Oh, I have sad news. Well, I have good news, first of all. Zonko's is still there because mm -hmm. that is no longer a place in Orlando because there is Weasley's Wizard Weezes over in Diagon Alley. So they didn't have to. But sad, sad news is there were no ginger newts. There weren't. I was really sad about that. I was hopeful that there would be. I know. And it could redeem our really bad ginger newts from Orlando the last time that we went. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we just like went and got dinner at City Walk and then went back to the room early because we knew that we were going to have an early morning the next morning. Which was the event that we went to. Do you want to start that one? Yeah. So... We did get, we did got good sleep. I got to give a shout out to that bed we slept in because it was incredible. Where did we stay? Shout was... out to the Hilton Universal City. Yeah. So comfy. Oh Best God. room ever. We had got a theme park view room. We could see Hogwarts from our window. It was like a corner suite. So this like the room, windows were massive. Yeah. That window was like, we King were like. size bed. Throw warm open comforter. The whole, throw open the curtains. We want to see everything. Because we knew we were going to be up early enough where the sun wouldn't bother us. And actually, we were up early enough to watch the sunrise 
and it hit Hogwarts and it was so pretty. So pretty. Um, so we got up, we took an Uber, we get to Warner Brothers Studios and find out that they had been giving people the wrong address. So then we had to walk down the in street. In the cold. In the cold. Because it was shockingly cold. It was 40 degrees. Yeah. In Los Angeles and, or I'm sorry, in Burbank. And like, we didn't want to bring coats that we had packed for our Chicago trip. So we were just like in a crew neck thinking we're going to be inside all day. But anyway, it wasn't too hard to find. We get down there. Uh, we go through security. Um, it was really cool because last time we were at the studios, I didn't notice like the WB water tower. Well, we did not enter this way. This yeah. was like actually entering the studios, like where people work. Yeah. At the studio. This was not the entrance to the Warner Brothers studio tour. Yes. This was like a true entrance where sound stages are at Warner Brothers Studios. Yeah. So we entered and literally the WB water tower is right in front of us. And I was like, well, that's a cool welcome. I know. I was like, I, like it's such a small thing, but such a big thing. Because you really see it in so many like. Everything. Movies. Movies, cartoons. Yeah. Like it makes me think of like the Animaniacs. And <laughs> yeah. Looney Tunes. Um, so then they actually took like way too long to let us inside excuse me i was very cold but there was a cute little like red carpet thing set up with a backdrop for the harry potter return to hogwarts 20th anniversary like backdrop mm -hmm. and then like a cool little entryway so like we took five minutes to take a picture and then like stood outside for an hour in the cold of course <laughs> yeah um but they like walked down the line and checked you in and they also gave us hbo max masks oh really la la fun. also before i forget um, Universal requires masks over there, indoors and outdoors. Oh, and yeah. And that made me feel really safe. Yeah. And it was cold and it felt really warm and nice anyway to just have yeah. it on. It helped a lot. Um, but also here, a requirement to go was you needed to have proof of vaccination. You needed to wear a mask. Um, so anyway, so we go inside and they sat us in this really nice theater. My only I imagine it's like a theater that they use for like people to come and watch the movies as they're like editing and stuff to like it's gotta be because the sound was like crazy crazy loud <laughs> yeah yeah um seats are really nice my only complaint is like they could have bumped the heat up about 20 degrees because <laughs> it was cold in there at this whole i think this was the day we were cold from when we woke we up until we went day. to bed oh my god <laughs> um but we sit down and there's like cameras and um, they have oh they had on the screen was this picture which is now released but at the time it hadn't been I was like oh look at it. it's like all the cast that is going to be in the special and I mean not just, all of them but a big chunk of them it was so sweet because it says like Harry Potter return to Hogwarts 20th anniversary like the logo and then it has the trio straight up in the front and then it has everyone else behind them and it and was they're just like, like all in different house colors did you notice that it was just like very aesthetically pleasing Rupert's in like a green sweater Dan is in blue and Emma's in red. It was just like very heartwarming. Yeah. Very heartwarming. Um, so then they were like, after we sit down, they're like, okay, like we, there is no recording, no photos. It's like me and Meg were pretty much sure that that was going to happen. Um, so we didn't get any like footage from that, obviously. But before we got to see the 
trailer that hadn't dropped yet, which we thought it was coming out that day, but it didn't come out till a couple days later. It is out now. Go watch it if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, they played a Sorcerer's Stone, like, yeah, like the, the whole, whole movie. movie in the theater, which was really cool. It was really neat because I don't think I've seen this movie in theater since it came out. I've seen it in the um, Harry Potter... Like the orchestra, like when you go see a live orchestra performance. Yeah, 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 live in concert. Mm -hmm. So, but even that's a little different because it's usually like on like a drop screen and there's obviously the orchestra there, which is beautiful. But the movie, it's you're not really going to see the movie, you're going to listen to the music. But this was like a theater, the movie's playing, and like throughout the whole thing, it was like I was watching it for the first time, like I was getting emotional or like I would get tense, and it's like, bro, like you've seen this how many times? It was awesome. I did fall asleep a couple times. The movie is just so, like, heartwarming and nostalgic and comforting to me. Well, we had also gotten on a plane the day before, spent a whole day at a theme park, and well, then we were in a cold room and we were snuggling because we were cold, so. Yeah. And that makes sense that you fell asleep. So then the movie ends and they pass out swag bags, which is really cool. So we got, like, a cool 20th Return to Hogwarts tote bag. It's actually really nice. Um a cute little advent calendar birdie bots every flavor beans a chocolate frog a bottle of water and i think that that's it yeah so then they're like okay now everybody take your phones put them in the bag and put them underneath your seat because we're gonna play you this trailer Mm -hmm. that literally nobody has seen until right now which was really awesome and then we got to watch the trailer like a week early do we want to break down what we saw first impressions though i cried yeah it was really emotional it's just so dang nostalgic Mm -hmm. i honestly nobody sums it up better than miss emma watson herself when things get really dark and times are really hard there's just something about harry potter that makes life richer yep it's just i couldn't agree more um <laughs> you all right yeah. i heard that catch and i was like <laughs> you okay? uh, yeah so the trailer starts with just like a shot of each of the trio and they're like laughing because they're talking together which first of all seeing this trio like we follow them right we know what they look like in today however it's just like seeing them all knowing that they were together we've literally grown up with them or maybe you as the the listener right now have just watched them grow up or whatever like it was crazy nostalgic even like i have goosebumps just now thinking about it yeah and like nothing had happened (laughs) and it also was very reminiscent of the scene in order of the phoenix that i love Mm. so much whenever like harry is like attempting to be possessed by voldemort being attempted to be possessed by voldemort (laughs) he's trying to (laughs) and he has these flashes of like happiness and it's like the them laughing in the common room. It like felt like that scene to me. So that was nostalgic. Um, and then it goes to Dan. It goes to them like walking through different sets. Oh. So it's like Dan walking through Diagon Alley, Emma walking through King's Cross. Um, I don't know what it was about that shot with Emma, but like it's because she just looked so happy to be there. I think that's what's so important about this event also is like it's nostalgic for us, 
but god is it also nostalgic for them and like in a different way but also the same way for some of them because they're also fans yep really neat you also see matthew lewis in the great hall alfie enoch in the great hall you see emma walking into the great hall and she sees tom and just like runs to hug him which was that got me so heartwarming and like dream come true for Jermaine fans <laughs> to see a moment like that between the two of them. <laughs> Tom used to have a little crush crush back oh. in the day. And so did Emma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which You're is right. hilarious. <laughs> um, So I'm just like scrubbing through it to see if I've missed anything. So it's on new year's day you also then see like mark williams who is mr weasley he's in the great hall with the twins and with bonnie i love that it's not just the kids quote kids like it's like the potter adults too right yeah and that makes it even more special and i also loved how so like there was quite a bit of speculation about if rupert was actually there Mm mm-hmm let me tell you guys he's definitely there because emma and him hug can't do that cgi'd i wouldn't think i mean i um, guess you could but, but they have go a, through the effort they have a really sweet moment where rupert says something like it's a strong bond that we'll always have mm-hmm. and like they both look teary-eyed and then they hug um so i'm excited to like because that was like a moment where it was just emma and rupert it wasn't the trio so like it'll be cool to see like the moments that they have of like who chats with who yeah um i really want tom felton and jason isaacs to be in a room together because i love their interactions i know but you also see bonnie right you see ivana lynch you see gary oldman um robbie coltrane also like they set this up for them like in the great hall set it looks like a yule ball yes like for them Mm -hmm. not quite a yule ball but it looks like something like that yeah i also really loved what dan said i don't see a quote of this and um oh no here it is okay this is one of my favorite things that he says it feels like no or emma says it feels like no time has passed and loads of time has passed and then it goes to dan saying something that had scared him was that the implication that the most meaningful thing in our life was done and that seeing everyone is joyous because he realizes it wasn't though. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so sweet. And you know what though? Like honestly, based on like how he's talked about Potter, I definitely see that of him. He truly was scared. That's why he tried so hard to distance himself from the role. But I think now he's realizing he doesn't maybe he doesn't need to, which could be a really good thing, especially because of all of these like talks about a possible TV show. (laughs) So like, I just wonder if it would if because if like doing this would give him the courage to come back to the franchise in some way beyond this special. Um, I mean, maybe. Would he mind going back to Universal and recording his voice for the Hogwarts Express? I wish Emma would. I know. (laughs) Her more important than Harry, actually. Um, We also see Helena Bonham Carter, and she pulls out her fake teeth and puts them in in the interview, which is really funny. Um, She talks about, and we've heard this in interviews before, about one of her favorite moments, a highlight for her, 
was pretending to be Hermione, pretending to be Bellatrix for the for the break in at Gringotts. Grade A acting. Yes. And like this is her and Dan talking. So again, I'm just like, I'm really curious to see the combinations of people that they have together. Like, I'm sure they'll have Dan and Gary Oldman because Dan talks so much about how much he looks up to Gary Oldman. Um, so, yeah. Also, Ray Fiennes talks about how he had um, kids who were like just the right age who like really encouraged him to do the role but also were like freaked out a little bit by the fact that he was offered the role of Voldemort <laughs> um but told him that he has to do it um it just and all of this happens in like less than two minutes like it was just such it was a short trailer but they jam-packed so much into it mm-hmm. and it is literally coming out at midnight on new year's day we still haven't quite figured out how we're going to be covering it we're definitely going to be covering it. I just, I do work on New Year's Day early in the morning. So I wonder, maybe we'll do like an afternoon. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. TBD, <laughs> you know, we'll post it everywhere. Yeah. Um, I just think you need to bring tissues. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be emotional on two levels. Emotional because for us, the viewers, like... It's been 20 years since this mm-hmm. launched into film. Um, so that's crazy. And seeing all these people who are favorite people of ours get together and then like watching them reminisce and be nostalgic and talk about their favorite things. And like apparently there's things that have never been released before. If there's Peeves footage, I'll lose my mind. There needs to be. Um, me and Meg talk all the time like how is there possibly anything that is hidden or secret anymore but hey I'm here for it I kind of want to take time before this special airs to re-watch that eight-part documentary that was put out with the ultimate editions Mm -hmm. that'd be a really good idea I think we should do it okay twist my arm um so then after the trailer they then golf carted us over to the Warner Brothers Studio tour building that holds the Wizarding World section. Um, I think it's called like Action and Magic or something like that. Yeah, because it's like a very interactive area. So like there's scenes for you to take pictures in um, and a couple props. We've done this before, but I don't think we've talked about it on the pod. We recorded it. But I don't think it's been out yet. We did like a little um, weekly profit on it. Yeah. It's really neat because you can like put the sorting hat on. But this time they were taking your picture and like printing it out for you. Which yeah, was that was really, really cool. Um, There's a potions room where you can like follow the directions to create a potion. There's wand dueling um, choreography where you can like stand in front of a mirror and they play a video of I can't remember his name. Um, showing you how to do one dual movements. There is an herbology room. We can pull up mandrakes. And then there's Newt's suitcase, which is my favorite room. And it was nice and empty. So it was really cool to spend time in there where you can like see Newt's beasts. And um, But the coolest part. Oh, and there's the room with Privet Drive where you can go under the stairs where you can take a picture with like flying letters. Yes. Um, the coolest part was like when we were there, it was just like mainly just normal people but like this time it was like people that were here for this event so there was like robes everywhere and 
people with Harry Potter merch on and like people that were very excited to specifically be at the Potter section. Yeah, it um, was really cool to see it with a bunch of Potter nerds. Yeah. It felt like really authentic. Like I'm in the potions classroom and there's robed people all around me. It was hilarious. There was somebody behind us whenever we were waiting in line <laughs> to get our picture taken with the sorting hat. And right behind that section is the herbology classroom and the mandrakes, you pull them out and they like scream. And the girl behind us goes, I don't know, man, that sound is still just appealing to. It's more appealing. It's more appealing to me than a baby, <laughs> like a baby crying. And I just had to hold myself from laughing. The girl that was with her goes, big facts. Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, overheard conversations, man. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the event. It was really cool. I'm so glad that we got to go. It was just like, it was just really cool to be included. Really cool to be invited. Um, yeah, like just really overall fun. Yeah. Just fun and cool. And like, just I feel lucky to have been a part of it. Yeah. There was like someone else there. Who must have gone to another one of these because they had a tote bag that was identical except it's like for crimes, crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. I know. I'm like, are they going to do this for Secrets of Dumbledore? <laughs> right. So I was like, oh, you're a regular. Also, we ran into someone, a Slytherin person. I don't know their name, who had just finished with um, the House of Tournaments show. It oh, yeah. Really yeah. They represented Slytherin on the game show. Yeah. We like helped them take his picture on the red carpet. That was Shout cool. out to you. Yeah. Slytherin um, dude. So yeah, after that, we were hungry again, and we, I just want to give a shout out to this restaurant because it was so good. Oh God, if you're anywhere near this, go. Um, so there's a place, and I have followed them on social media for months, literally. I wanted to eat there whenever we were in California in October, and it just like didn't work out. It's called Smoke and Fire Social Eatery. They have three locations in La Habra, Pomona, and Paramount. We went to the one in Paramount just because it happened to be the closest with, like, traffic and everything. Guys, it was some of the best food I've ever had in my life. It's just, like, barbecue. It's more, honestly, it's just, like, comfort food more mm -hmm. than anything. They've got brisket. They have chicken, waffle fries, mac and cheese. But they um, combo them in the most beautiful way. Yeah, so, like, I got, like, a burrito with like Nashville hot chicken, mac and cheese, and fries, like in a burrito. It was so good. And like, you know, we're picky about, well, not picky about food, but like we like good food. And we're really picky and selective about our mac and cheese. And that mac and cheese, mac and cheese was off the wall. So good. Oh my God. I kind of want to get, I want to go there again mm -hmm. at some point when we go back, first of all. Second of all, I want to get just an order of the mac and cheese to like taste it just on its own. Yep. The waffle fries were excellent. The brisket was excellent. We ate so much food. Yeah, we had, we ate so, so much, much food. food. It was a little bit of a hike to get there, but like it was so worth it. And really it was only a hike because of LA traffic. Um, but yeah, shout out to Smoke and Fire, Smoke and Fire Social Eatery. Mm -hmm. Go follow them on social media and look at what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You will understand and your mouth will water. You'll drool every day. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's it. Then we went to Chicago, which mm -hmm. has nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> uh, but we had a great time. Shout out to the Burkharts. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, they rule. 
I swear I'm actually enthusiastic about that. I'm just tired right now. I'm just tired. (laughs) I'm sorry. But it was an awesome time. Um, If anyone has the chance to go to the studios, the Warner Brothers studios, and do that section that they have, it's awesome. The whole thing is awesome, even not just Potter. Mm-hmm. Like all of it is great. They've got stuff from like DC and then like that tour that they take you on, which is an extra cost, is like so cool. You see so many sets and like we got to go on a real hot set, which is awesome. Um also go to Universal Studios. I was Hollywood. just gonna say that. Go. Go. Like I I I don't know if I liked it so much because I set my expectations really low. Or if it was because it was rainy and there's no way for anything. But like <laughs> genuinely, I went into it expecting to not be impressed. And I genuinely was. Mm-hmm. I just liked it so much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know if it was just because it wasn't crowded. It was so cool to be able to walk into Hogsmeade and just have like nobody be there. Um, but I I loved it. I don't know. Like even the, the people just seemed nicer too. Like the workers team team. It wasn't busy, so they weren't like (laughs) got there with run ragged with questions and it was very good. It's very good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Don't skip it just because you may have been to Hogsmeade in Orlando, because that's what we did for a while a long time. And I'm glad we finally went. Yeah. We will be making it a point to go again. Yeah, for sure. If you'd like to follow your hosts on social media, follow along on our crazy adventures of things that <laughs> don't <Happen> overnight. <laughs> yep, that sometimes have to do with Harry Potter, sometimes have to do with Disney, sometimes have to do with cats. food, cats, Taylor Swift. You can follow myself and Katie. We're on Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Instagram at tiffswish underscore flick, and Sarah is on Instagram at omalley with three H's. Do you want to close it out? Sure. I'm trying to think of what this episode could be for. For travel and exhaustion. (laughs) (laughs) For good times. Yeah. For Hogsmeade and magic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For Hogsmeade and everything puzzles. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. Amazing! Just my voice! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.